next on BYU Sports Nation, just what the doctor ordered. Star point guard Kyle Collins was cleared to play. What that means for BYU basketball right now. BYU assistant coach Tim Lacombe will join us live to discuss. Plus, BYU football all access with Michael Elisa during the bye week and an Olympian guest host. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, your host, Spencer Linton and U.S. Olympian, Kate Hansen. It feels so good in my hood tonight. (laughs) BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, November 7th, my name is Spencer Linton, teamed up with Olympian and Beyonce's next backup dancer, Kate Hansen. Is that your dream job? Dream job? I mean, obviously, isn't it every child's dream job? To be Beyonce's backup dancer. Am I capable? Debatable. <laughs> I'm surprised her people haven't contacted you after that performance you put on in the Olympics. I mean, obviously, like, I trained my whole life to be a dancer, so I'm surprised I didn't get hooked up with her. Wait, didn't she tweet at you, though? She did. I did get a tweet. Lifetime goal accomplished. Check that one Done. Off. Okay, so that... that I, I didn't even care. After I got the tweet, I was like, I don't need to race anymore. Like... I could go home. I'm chill. You're going to check off another item on the bucket list today, hosting BYU Sports Nation. Always, always have wanted you before you guys even existed. I knew. (laughs) I knew this is what I wanted. (laughs) You had had the premonition, the feeling. Yes. This day has been a long time coming. Kate was one of our early guests on BYU Sports Nation when we were only on the radio, had our on a couple of times before you went to uh, Olympic training and then, of course, to the Olympics. Now you're a guest host. This is the culmination. Olympic loser. You finish in the top 10. You've become like this worldwide phenomenon, uh, not only for your dancing, but you went and you became the, the Dodgers MC girl when you got home. Like, It's been, un- yeah, yeah. It's been pretty unreal. I could not have ever guessed any of this would have ever happened in my life. But. And then you show up and you wear this. Where did you get this sweatshirt that you have on? People love this. Don't you stand up? How old, how old is that thing? <laughs> my sister got it at a thrift store in Berkeley, California. And the tag, it was so funny, the tag said Mormon party, question mark. <laughs> and so she got it for me for my birthday, and it's easily one of my favorites. So I only pull this out for special occasions. Okay, we're going to screenshot this and send it out on BYU Sports Nation's Twitter account so everybody can enjoy this for our radio listeners as well because that is – it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's for all my fans out there for you guys. Retro BYU sweatshirt. <laughs> Wherever and however you're dialed in, glad to have you with us. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Started off with today's Twitter question. What are your BYU football by weekend plans? Hey, what are you going to do? There's no football game on Saturday. So what do you do to fill the time? You watch other football, I'm guessing, of course. At Crazy Cook Fanatic says... My son is getting married. We planned it for the bye week. Hashtag priorities. I wonder if that's like when you get a wedding planner, you're like, okay, this is the one week. Like, BYU's not playing, so make sure. <laughs> make sure it's then. Talk hey, about listen. planning. Yeah, you got to – she Thinking said priorities. Ahead. Thinking ahead. It's when, impressive. When you get married, Kate, just make sure if it's during the football season. Yeah, bye week. It happens during the bye week. Definitely not the rivalry week either. By the way, the last time you were on this show as a guest host – I think we got like six or seven date requests for you. Okay. Yeah, you so did just, not inform me that so just one. Keep that in, just keep that okay. in mind. Okay. BYU Sports Nation simulcast and beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. 
Just what the doctor ordered. The knee's doing really good. Great. It's honestly as good as it can be for now. I'm clear to do everything. Now I'm just easing my way back into a full practice. Mm. So just go like 30 minutes every day and then ride the bike the rest of practice. So I'm just easing my way into it. That was Kyle Collinsworth one month ago on Media Day. Well, now he is back. Casey ready to ball after a season-ending ACL tear in his right knee last March. BYU basketball announcing yesterday the junior guard, preseason All-West Coast Conference honoree, has been cleared to play according to the team's medical staff against Seattle Pacific. He's been rehabilitating that ACL in his right knee since March of 2013. Okay, so let's go. Let's revisit the timeline. Kate, you were busy, I don't know. I don't know where I was, yeah, but, but I wasn't here. The world stopped a little bit for BYU Sports Nation when Kyle Collinsworth <laughs> went, went down. He toured in the West Coast Conference Tournament Championship against Gonzaga. He was cleared to play on November 6th. And that brings us to our stat of the day. Are you ready to dance? It's the BYU Sports I Nation stat of the day. It's a Wow. Did you come up with this yourself? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. It's pretty good. 240. 240 days after tearing his ACL at the West Coast Conference Championship game, Kyle Collinsworth has been cleared to play. You've been around high-profile athletes, Kate. Eight months. Is that a fast recovery for an injury like that? Yeah, that's pretty – that's quick. That's clutch. Good Good for him. That, But that you know, obviously, it wasn't just like he was sitting around and had this awesome recovery. He, physical therapy is possibly the worst thing ever. It's so frustrating to go into physical therapy every day and just to be doing these dumb exercises over and over. And so I feel for him. But this is a well-deserved 240 days, and hopefully it sticks. Okay, so clearly you've gone through this. But when, when you say it's tedious and it's annoying, like what? I mean, what were you going through? Well, I mean – Multiple, multiple dumb injuries that come from being on a sled. You would never, <laughs> you think we're sleeping on that thing, but secret is it's tough, tough sport. But it's physical therapy. It's just the worst because it's not, it's not you that's giving up. It's your body that's giving up. And so mentally, it's one of the worst things that you can, you can encounter just because you just walk in every day and you're like, I'm once again doing, and you do STEM, you're icing and you're just like, am I ever getting better? Like, I can't walk. This is just the worst. So it's all, you're always nervous when you are on the men because you don't know if it's actually going to stick, but hopefully, I don't know. He says he's ready to practice. Um, you never know. I mean, you never are going to tell the media. Yeah. My knee sucks and this hurts. <laughs> so, um, that comes from good media training, but yeah. One time I want that to happen. I just want the real talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my knee's terrible. Yeah, I don't feel good. I'm Horrible. over it. I'm quitting the team, actually, in case you didn't know, because my knee. No, but we'll see. You you always just got, you always got to be optimistic, because if I mean, if you're pessimistic, then you've already lost. So, kudos to him for pulling through this, because I feel for him. There are 240 days, 34 weeks, and two days. He's cleared for full speed hoops. His surgery was performed by the same doctor that did the reconstructive surgery for Tiger Woods. Now, couple that with Kyle's work ethic and rehabilitation, his determination to stay positive and active, and he was very upfront about that. Like, I'm not going to get down. I'm going to do whatever I can, work on my free throws, my shooting. He says he's a better shooter now. He told me he would be okay and ready to go for the season opener, and uh, his teammate Anson Winder agrees with that 100%. He looks good. Um, he's been doing everything, no setbacks over the summer. He's worked hard on his body to you know stay in shape and – do as much as he can, you know, with the mobility he's had. And he's been able to compete every day in practice. He's doing more and more every day, and he's looking, he's looking really well. He's cleared, but that doesn't 
automatically mean he's going to play a ton and, you know, hop right back in 100%. And that, according to, to head coach Dave Rose, we'll ask Tim Lacombe, specifically the assistant basketball coach, how much they want from Kyle tomorrow night. Because there's this delicate balance, and you talked a little bit about this, Kate, wanting to get back and really being 100%. So when you're so close, when you've gone through the rehab, how do you know that you're that you're really ready to get back in at full speed? Well, you're never going to actually know until you are going full speed. But it's funny because when I hear these interviews, I mean, from an athlete who's had to do these interviews, I, I know exactly what they're thinking and how this works. And you, it's just – it's interesting because you – Anything you say, you know, they're going to take and run with it. And you you never – obviously, if my teammate was being interviewed about me, you never want to say anything bad. So you just – I don't know. You you always got to take it with a grain of salt because they could come – he could come in and totally crush it. I mean, you never know. But, I mean, in ACL, that will put you out for a while. But hopefully – hopefully he will come in and crush it. I have faith in Kyle. Is it weird he coming it. back from injury? I mean, I've never gone through, like, a season-ending injury like an ACL or something severe like that. So, so I don't know. I've, I've always – I've always wondered. I mean, I've had a cold and like a sore throat and had to come back and like do a, do a show. Tough day. Which was really, really difficult. Wolf, you know? But, but for, an, for a major injury, and you've gone through them on the track, what's it like? You know, wondering like, am I, am I really going to be okay? Is it a little scary? Well, you first need to accept that you are broken and you have, it's a mental thing. You have to accept that there's a problem and you just need to deal with the problem. But I think one of the, the worst things that happens is that you get an injury and you do all this physical therapy and you think, okay, I'm hundred percent, I'm ready to go. And then you just screw it all up all over again. So I think it's most important mentally to understand that you have an issue and you're not going to be what you used to be. And I think when you accept that, then you're going to be careful about it and then you're actually going to play well. But when a lot of athletes will go through denial phase, there's a whole phase that they teach us about in sports psych. A denial phase. Yeah, huge denial wow. phase because you're like, this is this is a dream. Like you'll wake up. You just think I'm going to wake up and none of this ever happened. But you – it's – I mean it's definitely a problem. But I think the biggest issue is when athletes think they're 100% okay and then they come back and it just goes right back to square one. So I think the most important part is accepting it mentally or else – I don't know. It could be a lot worse than where you started. Okay, you're multifaceted, multi-talented. Have you ever considered becoming a sports psychologist? Well, I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's it's super intriguing. It's so much of sports is just mental instead of obviously you got to have the physical game to back it up, but so much so much of it is mental, and that's what sports psychs help you out with. What does Kyle Collinsworth mean to this BYU basketball team? Well, let me give you a few stats, and this is in honor of Jerem Jordan, who uh, Kate is sitting in for today. He led the Cougars in rebounding at over eight a game and assists, 4.6, was second in scoring at 14 points per game and steals at 1.7. He's one of two players in the entire country, and there are a ton of college basketball players at the Division I level, like almost 2,000. He's one of two that was in the top 100 in rebounds, assists, and steals, thanks to basketball sports information director Kyle Chilton for that stat. So... Casey clearly does a ton of things for this team. And not only that, but he's a leader and, and he's vocal. When, you, when you're competing, Kate, and I want to ask you this, you, you were on the Olympic luge team. Who is the vocal leader? Do you need that person to succeed? Was it you? Well, thankfully for luge, well, thankfully and not thankfully, it's individual. So whether or not there's bad team contention, you still can throw down on race day. And thankfully, you are not depending on other people. To, for your success so but yeah I mean I'd say out of 
Team USA for the Lucian team, I was definitely the ball of energy and trying to get everyone <laughs> excited. And okay. because the long, I mean, we're on the road for six months out of a year, so you can get pretty sick of each other. It's like a, it's like a mission companion, but for like five years. So it's a rough go sometimes. What? Yeah, a five year uh-huh. companion. Yeah, this two year stuff. Yeah, whatever. Over. Yeah, nothing on the Olympic. Yeah, I'm kidding. Team. I'm kidding. <laughs> the BYU depth unprecedented for Coach Dave Rose. He's got 16 guys that can play now that Kyle has been cleared. And so, how much do you need a guy like Kyle Consworth really to play? Again, it's that delicate line. Like, do we want to push him too soon? But BYU has a really tough early season schedule. They're going to Maui to play against some of the nation's top teams. And so, this is uh, this is an interesting month and a half coming up for Cougar Hoops because. You need him, but you don't want to stress him too right. much. Well, I think you obviously want to take it slow in the beginning of the year because having, I mean, going back to square one is way worse than go- easing back into his in- injury. And obviously, we're most concerned about March Madness. So I listen think, to you. I think we need to keep our eyes on the prize here. And I think our team is also deep enough where we can manage, but. I don't know. I'm very sensitive to injury, so <laughs> I like. I'm not going to be the one to be like, yeah. That's fair. That's a fair point. When you when you've lived it, you understand it way better than others that haven't. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to be like, okay, this is our this is our athlete. It's what we're going to do. We're going to bring him in, get all these stats and whatever. But as an athlete, I'm. I mean, it's it's emotional. It's tough. Like I I whenever I meet someone who tore their ACL or something, I like emotionally. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I. Oof. Like, you just don't even have words for it. It's just, it's tough. It's we just need, hard. We need to get you in a room with, with Kyle Collinsworth and Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams. You know, sometimes they just need a hug. I mean, yeah. I may be a girl, and some, we're emotional, obviously, but sometimes when that happens, you just need a little emotional support. <laughs> yeah. And I am there for you boys. I'm there. Hashtag Kate hugs. <laughs> you know, BYU Sports Nation is listening, okay? I can guarantee you J-Swag Daddy wants a hug from Kate Hansen. That's going to happen at some point. Have your people call my people. <laughs> <laughs> There's an opportunity for guys like Skylar Halford and Frank Bartley and, and Jordan Ellis and Jordan Chapman. I mean, there are a number of guys that can establish themselves as the backup point guard behind Kyle. So there's there's always opportunity. And I don't know that I've ever been more interested in watching an exhibition basketball game than tomorrow night because Kyle is back on the court. It's part of my bi-weekend football plans, that's for sure. What are your BYU football bi-weekend plans? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Toshalin19. It ain't a bye week for me. Going to the basketball game, of course. You should know something about Toshalin19. She is probably <sighs> the biggest BYU basketball fan ever. Oh. She's been counting down to the season and asking us why we don't count down with her. Yeah, like it's. She's an avid tweeter for BYU Sports Nation. Yes, she is. Okay. You could, you could, you could say that. Nice to meet you, Toshalin19. <laughs> at Kev Basketball. Getting my BYU blackout shirt for next Saturday. Planning ahead. Proud of you. Okay, you MC in in stadium stuff. Do you have do you have your blackout shirt? Oh, I've had it for years. I've been looking forward to this game for <laughs> for years now. So no, I mean kudos to him on top of it. Optim, optimism. Hashtag optimism. Let's get bowl eligible at Monique Glass. Putting up the Christmas lights. Hashtag jingle bells. Practical, practical. Let's get practical here, people. Okay, <laughs> maybe it's not all about BYU sports. Maybe it's about celebrating the Christmas that's, that's season, the season, listening to Christmas music. Which which brings up the great Christmas music debate. Is it too early to listen to Christmas music and put up Christmas decorations and lights? Tim Lacombe, BYU assistant basketball coach, has been very vocal about this subject. He will join us next. The debate is on. Are you ready to go, Kay? Ready. He's going down. <laughs> this is BYU Sports Nation.
BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Olympian Kate Hansen live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow her at Cater Tots. That is K-8-T-E-R-T-O-T-Z, correct? Yep. I'm all over thank it. Thank you for that one. She's killing it. She's killing it right now. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Men's basketball tomorrow night live on BYU TV, Seattle Pacific. Jerem calls them the Seattle Supersonics or the stand-in anyway, taking on BYU at the Marriott Center. Watch it live on BYU TV, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. What are your BYU football bye weekend plans? I know what assistant coach Tim Lacombe is doing. He's watching basketball. And he's also joining us on BYU Sports Nation once again. Friend of the program, good to have you back, Tim. Good to have, good to be here with you guys. It's okay, great. we have this great debate going about Christmas music. Okay, yeah. When is it okay to start listening to Christmas music? You have taken one side, said after Thanksgiving. Tyler Haas says it's never too early. Kate listens to Christmas music year round. Definitely. Wow. We can still be friends, though. We can be friends. That's yeah. fine. I, I just am. I you know. I don't know why. I just have. I just put up a little barrier on Christmas music. <laughs> I think there's so much good music, you know. I, I'm a big rock guy, so I listen to rock a lot, and that's year-round for me. But Christmas has to come after Thanksgiving. Are you like a, like ACDC, Guns N' Roses? Or oh, like yeah, a... like 80s hair metal. Oh, yeah. you were one of those. I was one of those. Front row. That's right. I still am, actually, when they come to town. They're older, I'm older, but we're still rocking. Big hair band guy. Absolutely. That's my deal. We like that. Thank you. Kate, you want to talk some trash about why Christmas music is well, a year-round thing? I mean, they were prepping me for this because they say you're really witty, so I'm really nervous because <laughs> <laughs> you're on your game. But I just need to – I'll say it once and for all. Mariah Carey is just too good to only give her a month. But, I, but my point is I think you can get Mariah Carey in a different genre <laughs> and be just fine. Um, I think it's unfair to Halloween. It's unfair to Thanksgiving, and they have feelings too. I, and if we're if we're going to personalize holidays, I think we should give them their due credence. I think that's valid, but like Monster Mash can only be played so many times, you know. Yeah, all right, that's fine. But I maybe just, if like I don't know, maybe if the Rat Pack came out with like a Halloween album. Like, see, the problem, the then. problem, the social media is I just I put a witty thing out there for Ty, and it becomes fodder for the whole Cougar Nation. Right? <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, he sent it to you and I yesterday when we were talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I said, saw that. You know, fine. I got hit from a lot of different places. I, there are a lot of people that feel like you do, Kate. You know, I just More say it all the time. People feel like I do. You just got to forget the haters, you know? Yeah. yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like you're in the Olympics and you feel like dancing. You just dance. Yeah, you know? right? right? Self-expression. Right. Hashtag self-expression. <laughs> BYU basketball assistant coach Tim McComb and guest host Kate Hansen. On BYU Sports Nation. Okay, now that we've, we've well, at least talked about the great Christmas music debate, let's talk about basketball. All right. Great news yesterday. Kyle Collinsworth cleared to play and go full speed. How much is he going to play tomorrow night against Seattle Pacific in an exhibition scenario? I think the main thing we want to do is get him out there. We want to give him an opportunity to run up and down. It's one thing. He's been in practice. He's been able to practice, and, and he's been able to go for entire practices. But once you get out there in front of a crowd and, you know, your wind goes a little quicker, just trying to get him to a good feel for I, – I don't know exactly the, the parameters on what his minutes will be. Yeah. But to be able to get him in a game prior to getting to Long Beach State next week will be really, really important. So we're going we're gonna to give him a, a good share of minutes and see, see how he goes. And uh, obviously this whole deal has been kind of on the doctors and Kyle's time frame, and we're just – we've been really – 
uh, flexible about working with it. And to have him back this early and to have him back this effective already is really, really great. So we'll stay with what, what we've been doing. Kate and I have been talking about this fine line because she's gone through some pretty significant injuries in her athletic career, and, and now Kyle goes through an ACL, and it has only been eight months. So you walk this delicate line of, well, how much can we really expect from him after such a significant injury? What's the mentality of Kyle right now as, as he deals with, with how much he can really push? His, his mentality from the very beginning has been one of just perseverance and resolve. You know, Right after a surgery, our staff went over to the house to see him. And, you know, it was kind of right then that he was like, I'm, I set a goal. I'm going to be back for the first game. I'm going to do whatever it takes. He's really kind of taken on uh, like a real fanatical nutrition plan um, and a weight room. He's been in the weight room nonstop. And those two things and then flexibility and all that stuff has really helped his confidence. And so his mindset is no different right now than it was right after he got hurt. And that is, hey, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back all the way. Um, he has had zero hiccups or setbacks. Do you have any wood I can for Micah? Um, <laughs> kind of superstitious. Hey, I'm not, I'm I would knock on my own head, but um, anyway, he's he, he's doing really really well. His confidence is is is, is the key, and his confidence is really good in the knee, uh, and in his, his abilities and his teammates see that, and uh, they I think they help bolster his confidence too. Confidence, mental. Yeah, right. it's, it's huge. More we talked about yeah. the mental aspect. It's big. I, it's all of it. It's like it's ninety percent of it for yeah. sure. I what? still like he'll fly and you know he'll get a steal and go down in practice and go up you know and there's some guy will kind of be running to maybe contest it and I I want to get out there and like blow the whistle and stop it because I I mean I'm still a little bit leery right now of something but he's like from the time he started playing he's just been all out and all and if he's full go we got that final kind of word yesterday so. Let's let's go, man. He's he's a huge part of why we, we we've been good, and uh, we need him to be really good this year. I'm gonna be honest. This is the most uh, excited I've been to watch an exhibition college basketball game because of the Kyle Collinsworth factor. Well, I, the other thing I think our fans need to know is this team we're playing is a real team. Uh, this Seattle Pacific team is really really good. Um, you're talking about a team that's been ten consecutive times to the tournament, the Division two tournament, which is more than any other Division II really? team. Really? Ten? Wow. Yeah, ten straight times. Um, two years ago, they beat Arizona in the McHale Center. Uh, this team is, is, is a real team. They've averaged about 27 wins a year over the last six years. Um, coach does a great job. They've got a, a nephew of John Stockton and David Stockton's cousins on this team uh, who's a senior leader. This, it's a really good team. So not only is it exciting from the vantage point of Kyle playing and seeing our guys, but this is a good team we're playing. Okay, so this is this is the test that uh, you almost kind of hope for as you get ready for Long Beach State in a real contest uh, a week from today. Right. Yeah. It's you can you can you can frame these exhibitions however you want, but this year we we've been really fortunate because we we played Colorado School of Mines and everybody was asking me if they're going to have to play in their helmets with a light on, but they're a good team and they've won you know in the last five years they've won about twenty three twenty four games a year. Um, this so these two teams will really give us kind of a nice challenge. Uh, leading into a really good Long Beach State team that's going to come in here with, you know, the, the, just like everybody else with a game plan and try to beat us here at the Marriott Center. So these two games will really help our guys to get their minds right and to understand what it's going to take to win games. So then coming into this game, because I know last game you were you were kind of getting your bench off and like getting everyone playing time. Do you have the same mindset coming into this next game, or are you are you going to try and like 
lay down your plays and try and win or um no for sure we we always want to win um that's that's the first and that's the first thing we try to do i think coach's approach has always been to early in the season our bench is a little bit um longer than sure and as the season goes on we kind of taper it down but i think with this game tomorrow uh we'll still get young guys opportunities but we want to win the game so uh with kyle being able to play and uh you know with ty and ants and and all the guys who have experience, but then we got young guys that need to get in there and play too. Corbin Kafusi hopefully will be able to play some tomorrow, which will be great for the fans to see and great for Corbin to run around. Um, and so there'll be minutes for young guys, but in the end, we want to win the game. I know Nate Austin's been uh, hampered with some some back problems as well. Is he going to play tomorrow? Um, I don't know that Nate will play tomorrow. He's he's actually been um, he's been doing some things in practice, so he's not been completely out. Okay, but I think he'll probably. I, I haven't heard the final word, but I wouldn't expect Nate to play. You can tell Nate that we are proudly still repping his huge shoe on the front shoe? of our set. <laughs> That's awesome. And I, I'm not going to get anywhere near it with my nose. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. You know what Nate dressed up for Halloween, speaking of holidays? What? He's big on Halloween, isn't he? Yeah, last year he was Ronald McDonald. It was the scariest Ronald McDonald I've ever seen. <laughs> he topped it this year. He was a 6'11 Santa Claus. And he walked in with the bells and the whole deal. It was it was not a fun sight. He's not afraid to celebrate Christmas early, right? Yeah, he doesn't mess around. Right. Yeah. But Christmas music is – yeah, I can see that with Nate Austin, though. That's that's not a surprise. Yeah, he's fun. You and I talked about this after uh, the BYU basketball tip-off. When it comes to coordinators, like with football, there's like the defense coordinator and the offense coordinator and the quarterback's coach. With basketball, those roles aren't so technically defined – on this BYU basketball coaching staff, who who is the offensive coordinator and and the defensive coordinator and, and the specialists? So, <clears throat> coach obviously runs the whole program and oversees everything and has got final right of refusal, you know, for whatever we put in or whatever we uh, work on. So, coach is obviously over it all. Um, emphasize Terry's emphasis is kind of uh, the offensive side. And, you know, Mark's kind of head, heads up the defensive side. And I kind of jump around, help. Um, I, I kind of specialize. So when we play someone, I'm kind of working on personnel. So Mark will work on kind of schemes and X's and O's for what we're seeing. And I'll spend a ton of time watching personnel and watching what what does a guy do really, really well, to, you know, to give our guys a heads up. These are the things we got to take away. So in tandem, we kind of put the game plan together, offensive, defense, personnel um and then my kind of area where that i'm kind of in charge of is recruiting so between all of it it's one big happy family and we're all working together but we've all got kind of areas that we work how on. much game tape do you watch on an annual basis <laughs> it's so crazy my in fact my my wife the other night you know my place i've got a, a live in the living room i've got an ottoman and i have some kind of game on tv that i'm hardly watching i'm you know working on my computer on the film and so I walked down the other night to start working on Seattle Pacific, and she's like, man, it's the season again because you're right back on that thing. I, I, I couldn't tell you, but it's a lot. We all watch a lot of tape, uh, and we love it. That's why we do it. Do you kiss your wife goodbye in, like, September and say, hey, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check back in, like, April? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like I always say it's like going down in the cave. You know, we this time of year we, we're around, but we're not really around. So um, – we wouldn't choose it to do anything else. It's what we love to do, but it's busy. There's a lot, a lot going on. Kate knows a thing or two about that. You, you mentioned the five-year companion. Listen to this, okay? okay. <laughs> so her Olympic luge team, 
She compared it to like a five-year mission. You're stuck with the same people for five years. Yeah. Well, that was being modest. Actually, I started when I was 10, so it's actually been about 10 years, but it's a lot, a lot of time. So, I get, but, it's just, but it's the same with your basketball team. I mean, they train. They don't all live together, but. No, but we are together a lot. Yeah. You know, we do get little breaks here and there. It's a family. Sometimes you want to punch them in the face, but sometimes you just want to give them a hug. Right. And, and it's not always, you know, it's not always fun and roses and all that, but at the end of the day, um, when you win or when you have success, yeah. it's the best. Who has been the biggest surprise for you uh, in terms of the newcomers? I know they're the very talented freshman class. You're playing with, you know, 17 guys. Who's Who's been the surprise player where you're like, wow, they showed up and they were, they were ready to go? Um, I think all our guys, all the new guys really bought in. We have a really great strength and conditioning coach in Bob Medina, and they all came to start working with him, you know, as soon as they could. Um, these young guys really kind of changed their bodies. And I'd probably say, you know, Ryan Andrus, Dalton Nixon, uh, and uh, Jake Toulson came in. And they're they boys. You know, they're coming in. They're young guys. They, they're trying to come in. And this is a, a high-level men's game uh, when you get right to the, to, to the nuts and bolts. And these guys have done really, really good uh, acclimating their bodies and getting ready to go. Another guy who's been really, really good Good. I think getting home last year for Isaac Nielsen in January and practicing with us for a couple of months was huge. And Isaac's been – he's been really solid. That dude he, can buddy, shoot it, man. Yeah, he's been really good. He had 10 rebounds the other night. Um, the understanding and feel for the games really improved over the last uh, you know few months. And I'm excited. I, Corbin's a guy who athletically blows my mind on a daily basis. He does something – you know, never. I never blocked a shot with my elbow. He does it. All, <laughs> he does it all the time. Um, How would it be? Yeah, it'd be it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? So I'm just excited generally about the group itself. I think Coach Rose's programs, the teams have always been the strength, and I think that's where we are this year. I love the ball movement. I love the unselfishness. Uh, I love our tenacity and competitiveness. So it should be a fun year. BYU assistant basketball coach Tim Lacombe on BYU Sports Nation. You can see him in action on the sideline. Do you have an action pose? You know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the, finger, the finger to the Pensive. mouth. You know Pensive. what I'm going to I'm really trying to do this year. I'm really trying to cut the referees some slack. That's my goal. So if if anybody sees me getting a little too out of hand with that, let me know. But Good luck with that, man. That's like the impossible task as yeah. a coach. Yeah. I admire you for that goal. Thank you. That's an honest Honest goal. No, it is. It's, wow. It's I've never heard I'm, that before. Yeah. I, I mean, I need to do a better job of that, so that's my goal. You're a saint. You're a saint. <laughs> hey, Kate, I'm far from that. You're you can tell saint. you just met me today. I've never heard a coach. Wow. Imp- I'm impressed. That's unreal. Thank you. He also you, have, has, he you guys have, you don't have officials you got to yell at, right? You just oh, do we your got thing. a few. Well, oh. we got coaches. Oh, okay. That, they're kind of. But nobody, there's no official that's messing up the ice for you on your way down or anything. Well, no, not quite like that. But there's stuff. There's people that will mess with your equipment, and okay. then in that case, you gotta give them a few words. I like but it. Usually, you, you just stick to yourself. The competitive nature is fantastic. Yeah. It's it? cool. I love it. <laughs> well, you have the best co- the best style of the coaching staff. I'll, I'll give you that. Coach. Thank you. So that's I'll look nice. for the action pose. Okay. Finger yes. to the mouth, and uh, going easy on the referees. And, uh, yeah, it's always great to have you on BYU Sports Hey, Nation. thanks for having me. I appreciate being with you all. Check them out. BYU Basketball against Seattle Pacific tomorrow night live on BYU TV, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain Time tip-off. Up next, BYU Football All Access with the senior linebacker Michael Elisa. What the heck do the Cougars want to accomplish during the bye week? Oh, yeah, and Kyle Collinsworth is back as well. Awesome.
I'm Michael Alisa, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Kate Hansen in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or subscribe to the RSS feed on BYUsportsNation.com. Huge day for BYU Athletics tomorrow, and you can witness it on BYU TV. Women's volleyball ranked 14th in the country. Taking on Pacific, they're up two games in the West Coast Conference race, looking for that outright title. Three Eastern, one Mountain, BYU TV. I will be on the call with Kristen Kozlowski. And Kate Hansen will also be in attendance, correct? Correct. I will be there. BYU Volleyball is killing it. They're, it's unreal. What, yeah, 10 in a row. Well, we, you don't want to put bad. Karma? Yeah. And that's the, okay. The they've won 10 in a row. This, this is going to be 11 tomorrow. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. They're going to kill it. It's going to be against Pacific. Pretty good team in Pacific. Kate, you do the emceeing for all of the uh, in-stadium events. And I've I've been wanting to ask you, what are you really thinking when you're watching people like go out at each other and and pillow fights? (laughs) I will say when I first came on to the job and I saw that as one of the like things, I was like, Innovative. That's a new one. <laughs> Never. But I guess I guess if Marriott's the sponsor, then that would be appropriate. But definitely, definitely funny. Definitely new. You know, just rolling with the punches. But I mean, one time a soccer game I did, the guys got real aggressive and they were like wrestling on the ground, and oof, it was a little too much. <laughs> I could I couldn't handle. It. it just got like guys sometimes get that way. It was weird. Yeah, it's like when I mean I'm sure you've probably been in a ton of fights, but for some reason when guys like throw punches. I, you know, what is, what is, it's a job. It's a job. It's a job. When guys, for some reason, get aggressive, it's like they just feel this need to like, I'm going to dominate you, or like, I don't know. It's weird. Girls don't get it. It's a different. It's a different vibe. Really, even an Olympian, you, you're like, no. If I'm, someone legit was going to throw a swing at me, I'd just be like, what? Like, leave. Like, who? <laughs> <laughs> what's your problem? Hashtag real talk exactly. with Kate Hansen. BYU football in their second bye week of the season. Before hosting UNLV a week from tomorrow night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. That is a 5 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff on ESPNU. Four-game losing streak is over, baby. Okay? <laughs> it's done. Take care of Middle Tennessee 27-7. Over it. Each week, we talk to senior linebacker Michael Elisa as part of our BYU Football All Access on BYU Sports Nation. Number 42 back in the studio earlier this week with Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. We asked him what the heck do you do during a bye week and a whole bunch of other stuff. Enjoy. Michael, it's good to have you back on BYU Sports Nation. Thank you very much, Jerem. Okay, uh, four-game losing streak. You snapped the streak. Uh, 27-7 win at Middle Tennessee. Is that what it felt like? Oh, man. The sigh? That's, that's what everyone's been saying. It was a, it was a sigh of relief. As yeah. opposed to like, yes, we won. It was like, man, losing stinks, like, and we're glad to have Get out of here, monkey. You know, <laughs> get out of here, October. That was a bad month. October was a bad yeah. month. And apparently, Bronco Mendenhall said, Right after the game, something about, hey, I'm glad October's over. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, we had a nice little party in the locker room. Music was blasting. Everyone was jumping around. Uh, the chant, new nickname, by the way, Sack Nasty. Sack Nasty. Teu Kautai, <laughs> a.k.a. Sack Nasty. We asked him what his nickname was, and he didn't tell us on oh. Tuesday. So that's good to know. Oops. Well, there it is. <laughs> Coach Benahal calls him Sack Master. Hmm. Yeah. You get three in a game. That's he might have he might have heard the chant "sack nasty" and mistaken it for "sack master" though. Oh, so I don't, I don't know did. if he like made it up himself or if he just misheard <laughs> what the guys were calling. That, that's like you play telephone at like a party or whatever, yeah. and like, 
Oh, Sack yeah. Nasty Master. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. But all, all the middle backers are in like the back of the locker room together, like jumping in a little circle. Sack Nasty, Sack Nasty. And we're all like, what's, awesome. what's going on over there, guys? The outsides are like, hey, what about us? What's going on? That's <laughs> Bronson funny. had a sack. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But speaking of Bronson Kifusi, so he's, what, what's the deal there with him on D-line, linebacker? He's Who is this man? He's just the hybrid guy. I think they're just moving him back and forth, just uh, using him where, where we need him. Situationally, based on opposing personnel, it sounded like, right. and down in distance. Yeah, so nickel package, bring him on, put him on D end. Mm-hmm. And then we get, so essentially we have three outside linebackers on the, on the field right there. Yeah. And then in base package, we put him at will. I think a lot of people were excited about that because he's he's a he's a D lineman that's been playing linebacker essentially. Right, right, right. and he's and he's he's uh, more experienced at DN, so I think that's why he he excelled so much yeah. over there. Yeah. How about you? Did you enjoy the Middle Tennessee game? Yeah, you love it, man. So I mean, I feel like life you're just gonna get a series of successes and failures, and and you grind through the failures, and with the successes you have to hold on to those pretty tightly and and just cherish them. So. I I was just relishing in in the moment. I I felt like I just won the biggest game of of the season just because like, and we're overcoming so much adversity and and uh, just you know, hogwash is going on around us. It, I think it took a lot for our team to to come out and play the way we did and and play together the way we did. And the BYU fans showed up. What kind of reception showed did you get? up in where were they? Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Tennessee. Holy cow! I, there were more BYU fans there. Then Middle Tennessee State. That's man. amazing. Yeah. It when, was when did you realize that? Like, oh, we got a home game today. Right when we ran in the field. Because we had our whole section just right on the right of the, of the tunnel and behind us. So we're running there, and our fans are just going nuts. And we're looking around the rest of the stadium and kind of sparse. But just the sea of, of navy blue out there. And these guys, I, we talked to them after the game. These guys drove for miles to be at that game. I, I heard that several <laughs> thousand fans drove from Atlanta. That's just yeah, one story. Yeah. Just Atlanta, there, I mean, North Carolina, South Carolina. Talked to fans from all over. But, I mean, we're coming off four losses. It was really cold that day, and these guys made it out there to support Why are they supposed to show up for that game? Team. That's not the game to show You know what I mean? But they were there, which yeah. was very cool. It's loyal, strong, and true. I loved it. It, it meant a lot to our team. Yeah, Spen- awesome. Spencer uh, mentioned that there was just a tremendous reception. I know a lot of people went to a place that we had mentioned last week, Slick Pig, to go eat barbecue. Okay. How they, was it? He said it was good. Okay. He said it was good. I was in Provo uh, doing the pregame, but he said I, it, I did said not it get fantastic. any barbecue. So oh, I've been to the South how on. many times with Texas and Tennessee. Haven't gotten any barbecue yet. What do you What, what do you eat in Orlando? Anything good? Uh, I didn't get. Not any, that Orlando's known no. for its food, but I, I mean, Miami. Didn't get, like, any seafood or anything? Bowling? No. Yeah. No. Uh, some. You know, I, I looked at the game and I said, you know what, BYU should win this game. But going into that week, we were hearing things that you know, it was like, hey. This is a tougher game than maybe you think. They have a really good offense. They have really good athletes. Yeah. So when you win, like people look at it and they go, hey, it's not Boise State or no matter whatever. But it didn't matter. You won by 20 on the road. I think that would have been the goal with Taysom Hill at the beginning of the season, right? I think so, too. You did yeah. what you needed to do despite all the injuries. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, it didn't matter. that it's, You guys don't care that it's Middle Tennessee. No, no, not at all. Um, Although that helped. But my, my question is, did it show that there was a different attitude on the field? Yes, because I I felt it, and I don't, yes. know, I don't know if we let it show, but uh, just you just did. from start to finish, our team was just more amped up to uh, to win that game. Why? I I the comparison, honestly, the comparison I, I would draw is a the dog back into a corner, um, just nowhere to go and, and desperation, uh, just desperation, and and mm-hmm. we we kind of just came together as a team and and uh, just figured, you know what, guys, 
let's just go back to just playing this game and, and stop worrying about uh, so many things. Another another thing that a lot of people don't know is uh, just great leadership. One one gem that we had uh, recently was we had Taysom come talk to the team, and uh, you know he. he it was good. For, it was great for us, but I think it was also good for him. I've I've had some season-ending injuries, and 2012, you broke your arm. Broke my arm. That was a big deal. Life-changing, and not the, in the good way in the beginning. And uh, I, I I like being a linebacker. I, I want to contribute any way I can. And and I know Taysom is the same way. He's a competitor. <clears throat> he can't throw or run for us right now, but he's contributing off the field. And uh, that little it was a player-only meeting. Taysom came and spoke to us. And just fired us up, and I I, I love that, uh, you know we we have two great leaders in Christian Stewart and Taysom Hill. Uh, they kind of had a role reversal because when Taysom was a starter, Christian was was leading off the field and yeah. in practice, and now Christian's a starter, and, and Taysom's still trying to do his part, contribute any way he can, and that's just being a good team member. Um, I think team member fundamentals is you support, you cheer on, and whether you're winning or you're losing, and you're just there. For your brothers, and uh, that's sorry, I'm getting a little choked up thinking about it because it, it, it's a lot to, to just see your your brothers go down and and then see them battle through that, especially for me because I've I've been there personally, and uh, that's that's uh, one thing I'm thankful for is Taysom Hill coming out for us. Was that the first time he had uh, addressed the team post injury? That is, and uh, coaches weren't there. He he uh, made his way out himself. And what what did he say to you guys? It, it, it was such an intimate setting. I don't, I don't want to get too much into it, um, but he he just talked to us about how much he wishes he could be out there fighting with us, and uh, and and how, how much he 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 watches every single game, every single snap, and um, he he loves loves us, you know, and and just expressed his uh, gratitude for us of, of continuing to fight. Um, Tears. Uh, like I said, I don't want to get too much into it, but uh, so yes, I, I'd, I'd say that the players it, it rang true in the players' ears, and um, afterwards, you know, hugs were exchanged, and and uh, the overall attitude of the team was, you know, let's let's start going, let's salvage this season. And you did against Middle Tennessee, and that was a turning point because you you snapped the four game losing streak. Uh, you have a winning record. You don't you don't go into a you're not going to get to a losing record, I don't think, the rest of the year. Now you have a bye week. UNLV, Savannah State, Cal, Miami Beach Bowl when you win one more game. What's the bye week been like? I think it's just what we needed. Uh, guys need to heal up. Um, guys need to catch up on their homework, me being one of them. <laughs> Professors, if hardest you're out class. there, help me out. <laughs> What's your hardest class? Uh, probably my capstone class, just the uh, you know, work management 490. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just a lot of work for that class. Um, which is why I'm grateful for this week because I've been catching up on homework that I haven't turned in yet. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mom, if you're watching. Uh, <laughs> and you haven't practiced this whole week. You'll practice uh, Thursday uh, for the first time, right? Yep. Yeah, so tomorrow's our first practice of the week. Uh, we've been lifting every day, but mm-hmm. yeah, tomorrow's our first practice, and then we practice again Friday, and we got Saturday off. And Nice. Yeah. And do, do you watch college football on your day off? Or are you like, yeah, I want to oh, yeah. wa- watch you know, Bama, LSU, and all that? I, I watch whatever game's on. I just like seeing – guys play and, and seeing what defenses are doing, what offenses mm-hmm. are doing. It's just fun Do you me. specifically try and watch, like, UNLV play Air Force this week and that kind of thing? I'll, or you're like, I'll get enough of that later? I, I probably won't watch them on TV. I'll, I'll probably wait till uh, I can just get the individual plays and, and watch that okay. on, on my own time. 
Well, it should be a, a fun blackout next week. Not an 8-15 uh, or 21 kick, which is awesome, right? <laughs> right, right. You'd prefer it earlier in the day. Than oh, like yeah. Fourth quarter, you're looking up. You're like, is it Sunday? Like, seriously? <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, we don't want to play on Sunday. We have uh, <laughs> bad experiences with that. Against Nevada, someone said that when the clock hit 12, Christian Stewart fumbled. Had you heard that? I have heard that. <laughs> I have heard that. I think Wani Unga might have tweeted that. Oh, if that's true, that's super weird, man. Super <laughs> weird. But we appreciate coming in this week and uh, enjoy the bye week. We'll talk to, you, talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Jerem. The always entertaining Michael Elisa, senior linebacker, part of BYU Football All Access on BYU Sports Nation. Up next, it's time to play Hashtag This. Kate's a big Twitter fan. You got some hashtags ready? Oh, I've been waiting all week for this one. <laughs> You've been waiting all your life for this. Pumped. You're going down. Oh, I'm going down? This is a competition Not a competition. Not a competition. Apparently this is a competition. I lied. I'm an athlete. I can't help it. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Kate Hansen hanging out in Radio Vision. Check out the men's basketball game, their final exhibition against Seattle Pacific tomorrow night, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, live on BYU TV. Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler on the call. I will be... On the sidelines. Hey, what are your BYU football bye weekend plans besides watching BYU men's basketball? Kate, I didn't even ask you. You have bye weekend plans? What am I doing? Yeah. Um, you know, it depends on the weather. Obviously, if it's going to be sunny, I'm going to be out and about, you know, okay. enjoying the sun, riding my bike around because I love riding my bike, skating, but I also got to work, so... You also have to work. Yeah. But your job is a, is a cool job. It is a cool job. <laughs> I got to go to games. So. And then your replies using the hashtag BYUSN. It's time that we hashtag it up in this joint. BYU Sports Nation says hashtag this. Here's how it works. We throw out a significant one-liner about pop culture or BYU sports. or just anything we want to in general. And we come up with the first hashtag that we can think of to fit it. Number one. Hashtag this. Kyle Collinsworth cleared to play. Hashtag double banded ACL. Kyle Collinsworth enjoys something that most athletes don't have, and he has an athletic feature in his knee that is known as a double banded ACL that allows him to jump higher and jump faster and be stronger and quicker. So after the ACL injury, I am all in on Kyle Collinsworth being able to bring it for (laughs) BYU basketball. I'm going to have to say from an athlete, just hashtag grateful. I'm counting your lucky stars for this one. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. I can't be sassy about this. <laughs> okay. But yeah. grateful. Okay. Number two. Hashtag this. Three. Count them three straight WCC titles for BYU women's soccer. Hashtag dynasty. The West Coast Conference is a really good conference for women's soccer. Portland, Santa Clara, Pepperdine. BYU's been in the conference for three years, and they've won it all three years. That is a dynasty. Hashtag get on our level. Nice. Done. Number None. three. <laughs> Hashtag this. The BYU football dance-off. Hashtag you have nothing on Kate Hansen. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. Hashtag let's win some games. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I do. Dance well, play well. We have some video of this BYU football dance-off as well. We tweeted out the link to it uh, for our radio listeners and Twitter followers as well. The, the yeah, Kate. Let's look at Preston I will Hadley. Say, Kate, on. The football team—they are great, great dancers. I've danced with them at many 
many a time, and they kill it every single time. So I, I'll give them that. Uh, there are some, there are some white guys on the team that can't bust a move either. But <laughs> the ones who are dancing in this video, they kill it every time. So Christian, props to look them. At Christian Stewart in the green jersey in the back. I love it. I wonder if Christian can can bust a move. You never know with white guys. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Number four. Hashtag this Christmas music before Thanksgiving. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Larry Kraskoviak, that's the head basketball coach at Utah that, uh-huh. uh, that just chimed in. Uh, I would say hashtag to each their own. If you like it, great. If you don't, then don't do it. That's I, fair. Yeah, I'm just kind of neutral. I'm kind of a fence sitter on, on that subject. Hashtag, My wife likes it, so yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, whatever. Hashtag in love with Mariah Carey. Just, just that album? Like, that's a year-round Christmas album? It's just so good. It's the Christmas anthem. Like, what you can't, you absolutely cannot deny that song. And it's, I think it came out, what, more than 10 years ago? And it's still, like, the top played. I want to say, I want to say, like, 96 or something. She's killing it. She's still got that rock and bod. She's still crushing it on stage. (laughs) I will never discount Mariah Carey. True or false, Mariah Carey is better than or greater than Beyonce. No comment. I can't say. Different different aspects. Different, different aspects. <laughs> Not as good we're, of a dancer. We're comparing Michael Jordan and Kobe, right? Exactly. Okay. Up next, the Cougar Whip Around. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Kate Hansen in Radio Vision. Some notes for the Blue weekend alert. as we whip out the Blue Goggles. 14th ranked BYU Women's Volleyball at home. Looking to extend their home match win streak to 11 Against Pacific tomorrow, 3 Eastern, 1 Mountain, live on BYU TV. Camry Godfrey-Willardson represented the BYU Sports Nation karma. She had four kills, 30 assists, nine digs last night. It's a real thing. Men's basketball against Seattle Pacific at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, also on BYU TV. Future guests include Trevor Maddich. He'll be back for another Maddich Monday as BYU gets set for UNLV. And we can't forget our rise and shout, Kate. She's 6 feet 7 inches. Jennifer Hampson. Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Do you, does it ever does it ever get old watching Jen Hampson? She doesn't even need to jump. She's legit. She kills it. She's hey, unreal. Hey, high five to you. Hey, thank you. Special co-host. Come back and do it again, won't you? Yeah. All Give right. me a call. <laughs> I'll have my people call your people. Perfect. That's BYU Sports Nation as we get you set for the weekend. For Kate Hansen, I'm Spencer Linton. Shout out to all y'all. BYU Sports Nation back at it on Monday.